This is the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish, founder of Abish Financial Services. A lot of firms out there say they will do tax planning, say they will do social security planning and RMD planning, and typically they just do investment management. They want your money. You've worked hard your whole life to earn and save. Now you need a plan to make that money work hard for you. Where do you stand today with your retirement accounts, with your insurance, with social security, RMDs, taxes, all of it? This is how we need to think. We need to think outside of the box on these matters. Abe is here to help you unlock the keys to your retirement. To frost that very busy cake, you also have a wife to keep happy with a birthday celebration that's going on this weekend. Yeah, first off, I did remember my wife's birthday, so that's good news, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. You can't, forget, can't forget the big ones, and uh, so... Uh, another year, another year, and um, now it know. was. I can't remember. It was Christmas or Valentine. You'd ordered a present. We talked about you'd ordered a gift, and it was coming late. Yeah. Did you pre-plan ahead enough this time, Abe? Or? Yeah, no, I did. Okay, I actually good. did. So number one, I remembered the birthday. That's the first thing. Number right. two, made some nice dinner reservations. Um, we had a really nice dinner out. And number three, then had family and friends over. So, uh, so you, you know, Shelly, Shelly, hope you've had a great birthday. Sure. I know the birthday is still your birthday month. The month isn't <laughs> over yet. So you know how these oh, birthdays wait. turn into birthday month celebrations. You've got and, your wife uh, figured out. I love it. Have, yeah, exactly. At least we have something to uh, celebrate here. Yes. So great birthday all around. That's awesome. Getting to hang out and celebrate with family and friends. It's what it's all about. The sweet stuff in life and getting to enjoy those moments with your family and friends. Of course, it really does boil down to having that proper financial plan in place when we think about the moments we hope to spend with our family and friends in our retirement years. Because when you got that plan in place, you got less to worry about. You can focus more on the things that you want to enjoy. And with that in mind, that's actually where I kind of wanted to start our conversation today, Abe, the notion of freedom to spend versus those who have the expression we've used before on this program is the analysis paralysis that so many folks find themselves in. It does feel like there are two types of retirees, one kind that spends what they've saved in retirement, and then the other represented in a recent survey where more than half of retirees plan to maintain and grow their assets rather than spend them. So thinking about some of the good reasons we might not do that, leaving a legacy behind, planning for long-term care bills, that kind of stuff aside, Abe, it turns out many are afraid to spend simply out of fear of the what-ifs. And going back to that plan, how can we turn what ifs into so what's? Yeah, you need a plan, Heather. And I would say you're spot on because most people that come in are fearful of actually dipping into their life savings because all they've ever known their entire life is work hard and max out your accounts and save and invest. Uh They do not know and understand pulling money out. And for a lot of people... It's extremely daunting to even think about, well, wait a minute, my paycheck's about to stop on January 1st or July 1st of Mm -hmm. next year when I retire and and I got to go into my portfolio to pull income out and to pull money out. Like I I was used to a paycheck and we got to turn social security on now and maybe take that pension payment and paycheck. And so the thought process is very different, but I think, and I know just having done this for over 20 years now and, and we have 
about a thousand clients that are actively, a lot of them actively pulling money out of their portfolios and they're not worried near as much, even in an environment like this, because they have a plan Mm -hmm. for good times and bad, because they have a plan for both growth and income. And that's where the difference lies, I think, Heather, between us and you know major investment firms out there that are just focused on growth and rate of return. Yeah. We also need we need this mindset shift. We need to start thinking about how can we now protect our life savings and create income from the last forty years of work so we can enjoy it. You know, yeah. most advisors I feel in our industry as a whole, I feel doesn't talk about near as much as they should taking money out of your portfolios for enjoyment. I mean, this is what you just worked the last 40 years for. Right. So we had a couple that just came in, Heather, they called into the show and they're in their late sixties and they are fully retired, mm. done a fantastic job again of accumulating $2.5 million saved. Nice. After stock market losses this year. Oh, you're kidding. Uh, yeah. No, wow, not, that's awesome. Yeah. 2.5 yeah. million after the losses, downsized, got out of some real estate, got out of the market, and now it's all in cash. Uh, so they're like, okay, we're feeling safe. Yeah. Markets aren't going backwards on us anymore, right? Yeah. We were down about 20% before we came in to see you, but we still have 2.5 million. We're feeling pretty good about that, but we're not feeling good about the 2.5 million sitting in the bank. And we know. There are better options outside of the bank, and we are seeking advice and guidance on ways to generate income on the $2.5 million so we can enjoy it while we're alive, but also pass this money on to our children and our grandchildren. So the problem is, look, $2.5 million sitting in the bank. Okay, interest rates have risen to a big degree, you know, when you consider mortgages and everything. But, Mm -hmm. you know, you're probably not getting much more than 1% to 2% in the banks for the most part, sometimes under that. Maybe a little bit more if you go out to like a five-year CD or something. Maybe you can get 2.7. Okay, well, inflation... You know, right now is over 8%. Chewing that right up, yeah. Yeah, so you're at a negative six right now, you know, when you factor in inflation, even though you might be getting two and a half. So they came in seeking options to get this dead money off the sidelines, not all of it, because we need some for reserves and some for emergencies, but a lot of it off the sidelines, this dead money working much harder for them to hopefully keep up with inflation better, maybe grow tax deferred and find some instruments where their monies can compound as well. So no return on the cash in the bank, getting eaten alive by inflation, no income. They didn't know where to go, where to turn to, to generate income from this pot of money. And so the solution was to get a lot of this money off the sidelines, creating income and working harder for them. But to also be able to pass this money on in the most tax efficient way when they do pass, to be able to go to their children and grandchildren, that was a very important objective for them. But enjoying income while they're alive was also top of mind. So we were able to show them how we could generate close to $100,000 a year in interest income while preserving the principal. So we have a $2.5 million bucket of money. How much income can that generate safely while we're still preserving the principal? Maybe you do it through dividend income. Maybe you do it through, hey, right now in fixed instruments, two-year treasury is paying 4%. A fixed rate annuity is paying 4% for a two-year vehicle. So we can get some pretty attractive guarantees right now. And 4% on every million dollars you have is $40,000 a year in interest income that we can generate without touching the principal. Meaning we're not dipping into the well. We're getting our well to go to workforce and to create interest income. So that's exactly what they're looking for. And so they've come on board. And so if you're listening right now and you've said, the heck with the markets, I've cashed out, or maybe you sold a real estate property or two, and you're just sitting on a lot of cash 
or you're sitting on an investments, you know, many investments and many accounts, and you just don't have a plan. Maybe you have that typical accumulation plan with a million to three, $4 million saved, but just no direction on where you're headed, no answers for your negative 20% losses in your portfolio year to date. Just go to retirementkeyradio.com, click on the contact us tab at the top of the page, and we can begin to have these same conversations with you as well. Continuing with the conversation about what we don't know and how to figure it all out. One of the difficult things about our current situation and any recession is that we really don't know when one starts until much later on, until we're much further into that time period. Billionaire hedge fund manager Paul Tudor Jones was telling CNBC that even he isn't sure if we're in one right now. I'm assuming we're going to go into one. There's a specific playbook around that. Well, so that playbook is most recessions last about 300 days. From the commencement of it, the stock market's down, say, 10%. When we get into that recession, there will be a point when the Fed stops hiking. There will be a point when it starts to either slow down or even at some point it'll reverse those cuts and when that happens you'll probably have a massive rally in a variety of beaten down inflation trades okay so abe what's your recession playbook telling you then well i don't think he's from uh northern virginia and the dc metro area with that (laughs) uh little bit of twang there but you know i i think we're in a recession you know and if we can agree we are based on the technical definition of a recession which means got to have two negative quarters of gdp gross mm-hmm. domestic product well that's the environment we're in now you know the first two quarters of 2022 were were down and negative so mm-hmm. by definition we believe as a company we're in a recession if we can agree we are mm-hmm. we're at about 10 months in right now maybe a little more than halfway through this average recession, but we're only about halfway through in terms of the average negative loss. The average loss is 40. We're at around negative 20. Can it get a lot worse? Most economists actually think that the worst part of the recession, this recession, is going to be between April and October of 2023. We can speculate all we want. The fact is a lot of damage has been done, right? A lot of people we're meeting with are down 20%. That's real life savings numbers. Like if you started with a million on January 1st, you're down to probably around 800,000. So we just had a lady call into the show and she's done again, a fantastic job of accumulating. She has 2.8 million today after being down way over 20%. And she started with 3.4 million on January 1st and and has lost 700 grand. Mm. But the cool thing is, Heather, with most people we're meeting with right now, even after having suffered losses of every bit of 20% year to date, Mm -hmm. almost everyone we're meeting with is still going to be okay to retire. They still can control their own destiny by taking advantage of putting together a plan, taking action, redirecting course. Look, the course we're on now... If it's all individual stocks and a portfolio that's down over 20%, yeah. it's probably not going to be the best portfolio from here on out, especially if you're darn near retirement or already retired. I mean, we want to avoid large losses in retirement, and we believe as a firm or large losses being down negative 20% or more. If it gets worse, the hole gets bigger. It can take more time to climb out of that hole, as we found out as Americans back in 2008 in the tech bubble. Right. So this lady came in from Manassas, having been down almost 20%. And so we put together a plan to protect, at this point forward, 30% of her portfolio from future loss by moving to safer instruments with principal protection. For the remaining monies in our plan, we're going to be using tactical money management, which takes proactive action throughout the year. It's not going to just sit there and buy and hold and continue to get 
beat up mm-hmm. throughout the year as the markets are down. It's going to take action. That might be going to cash. That might be going to treasuries. That might be making moves throughout the year to sit on the sidelines and wait this out. We certainly don't want to go down to negative 30 or negative 40. And pre-retirees and retirees take comfort in knowing there are actions we can take, knowing that things are being handled and watched over for them. And that's why a lot of clients have come on board this year, knowing that someone's going to care, knowing that someone's going to take action. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish. To learn more about Abish Financial Services, visit retirementkeyradio.com. And join Abe for his radio show, The Retirement Key, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and 2 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. on WMAL. Investment advisory services offered through Abish Financial Wealth Management, LLC, number 310633, a registered investment advisor firm. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abraham Abish is licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abraham Abish, Inc., Virginia License, number 131017. Come <laughs> on.